Welcome to the Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals podcast. Award-winning concessionaire and fry queen of Texas, Christy Urpello and her family have been frying Fernie's famous funnel cakes at the State Fair for 49 years. And now she wants to give you the inside scoop on all things fair food. Join us as we take a look inside some of the fair's biggest vendors to find out what makes the State Fair of Texas the best 24 days of the year. From fried foods to funnel cakes, this is the Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals podcast with your host, Christy Arpello. Welcome to the Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals podcast, episode two. I'm Zach Lewis. I'm Christy Arpello. And we are sitting here at the dock again, week two at the State Fair. And before we get to our guests, I just wanted to wrap with you, Christy, for a second. Christy, How's it going? We're 12 days into the State Fair, halfway through. What do you think so far? We're having a great fair. Yeah. We are having a great fair. Even though we've had a couple of rain days, it uh, hasn't dampened our spirit or our sales. We're doing tremendous with our Big Tex Choice Award finalists, the Big uh, Fried Texas Sheet Cake, and we're having a great fair. The Fried Texas Sheet Cake is so good. When you're out at the fair, please, please come try it. Do not waste your coupons anywhere else. This is the best. One of the things I want to ask about is the weather. Today it was a little chilly this morning. Yesterday we were burning up, sweating to death, and today we're shivering. This is Texas weather. This is fair <laughs> weather. You never know, and it's going to be That's hot again right. by Saturday. Welcome to the Lone Star State. Exactly. How do you guys deal with that in, in I don't know, in your, in, your, in your locations? Do you have AC? Do you have fans? What's the secret? We have air conditioning inside the dock, but it was broken yesterday when we were at 96 degrees. That's such a bummer. We weren't here for that. Yeah. Oh, Gosh. yeah. I'm I can't so believe I'm sad you were not here. <laughs> I can't believe I missed in that. In fact, yesterday, some people were coming in to do some... Well, Sarah Crilly was coming in to do some video. I said, oh, no, this is not going no. to be videotaped today. <laughs> Forget about it. Hair and a ponytail. No, not at all. Well, you, you're looking fine today. Much as cooler. Is the weather. So yep. I wanted to get to our guest. We have, you know what? I, I don't even want to do it. You should, you should introduce her. Come on. I would love to introduce our special guest yes. today. This is the Miss Kitty of the State Fair of Texas. This is the Funnel Cake Queen. This is... The first lady of the State Fair of Texas. Ooh, I like that one. This is Fernie, a.k.a. my mother. Yes. <laughs> Fernie, welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad I, to be here. I can't believe we finally got you on. I was a little worried it wasn't going to happen, to be honest. This morning when I woke up and it was raining, I yeah. thought, oh, no. That's what I thought. Because the same thing happened last Tuesday. Yeah. She didn't get to come because it was rainy. Uh-huh. And we don't let her come out here when the weather's bad. Well, it turned out to be a beautiful day, and it's even better because you're here with us. So thank I'm, you for joining us. I'm glad to be here. Thanks. So I got to know, let's start at the beginning. How long have you been doing the State Fair? 50 years. No, it'll be 50 next year. 50, 50 next yeah. year. 60 mm-hmm. So close, and yet so far. Yes, yes, We're yes. almost there. <laughs> We're almost there. Wrangle it in. So 49 <laughs> years at the State Fair. It's quite the accomplishment. Congrats, first off. Thank you. Yeah. So how did you get to... You know, I know we talked about this last week, but I think we should go over it again. Sure. Let's talk about the funnel cakes. Where did you first come across these? My husband and I used to go to the Ozarks uh, to teach dancing. We taught round dancing. Oh, you taught dancing? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were at a dancing class. No. No. You were hosting it. Okay, I see. Yeah. (laughs) And we taught dancing, had a club there, and we came back through Branson, Missouri, and uh, we saw the funnel cakes. So we inquired about it and how easy they were to make and how good they were. So we brought back the funnel cakes to the State Fair of Texas. To the State Fair of Texas. Now, I understand this wasn't exactly your first venture into concessions. What else did you have going on before that? Well, I, my mother and my father had a 
restaurant, cafe we called it back then. Yeah. On Second Avenue, and we, I was in the, have been in several food businesses, uh, at a drugstore. Oh wow, drugstore. A drugstore soda fountain. Oh. And that was wonderful having your grandparents have a drugstore soda fountain. <laughs> oh my gosh, I mean it was chocolate. Malts, sure. cherry phosphates, you know, hamburgers on the flat top with yeah. melted cheese. That was just like the most idyllic childhood ever. So out of all of these endeavors, what made the State Fair stick? What was it about this place that you liked? Well, we um, found a spot that we had a friend that that was working, uh, that owned a place here. And, it, and we started working for him. And... Uh, and then he and his wife got into a discussion, and so they gave it up. And my husband went over there and said he'd like to have it. They said, okay, you can have it. All right, so <laughs> uh, you've been here for a little while. I know you started with funnel cakes. As I understand it, you also started with Nachitos, or was that an addition? Nachitos uh, and corned beef and roast beef sandwiches. All right, so pretty slim down menu. It's yes. expanded considerably since a lot. then. Yeah, mm-hmm. why is that? Because my daughter, Crazy, <laughs> has all these recipes. Yeah. She's got a lot going on. She, she has. Yeah. I, you can't blame me for all that, Mother. You, you and Daddy added a lot in your time. so. I know the State Fair, it, it definitely it feels like a family. Mm-hmm. All the vendors, the concessionists, yeah. it feels like everybody gets along. And there's also that feeling of family within individual businesses. I mean, you're a fine example, mother-daughter, you know, mm-hmm. pa- one-two punch. Yeah, and we've got two other sisters, Joanne. Right, and that's yeah. exactly what I was going to ask about. Yeah. yeah, Joanne's up there taking coupons, which is a thankless job that nobody wants to have. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it is so difficult. The other day she had to go a step out. thankless job. Uh, I'm like, don't leave me here, Joanne. I, I can't do this. Right. But, I mean, people come up with trays and trays of food, and, boy, she's got it down. She knows automatically just what it is. I'm like, no, I can fry something or I'm good at operations. Do not put me in the coupon booth. She's got it all figured and out. And then our, uh, my other sister is at her real job right now, and she really does most of the financial stuff. Hmm. So we all have our little niche that we do. Gotcha. Mother sits over at her owner's table in her throne. <laughs> right, and, and I'd, I'd like and, to and, and signs autographs and, and takes pictures. It is pictures. a throne. <laughs> it is I'd a like, throne. Yeah, it is. It is textured <laughs> backing on the chair. You have, and I wanted to ask about this blanket. It's covered in what, what appear to be dogs. What kind of dogs are those, and why? Well, one of our employees, you know, we got this family thing of going course. out here. One of our employees, Chester, who manages the cantina around the corner, sews. Really? And he made that blanket for Mother because he said she always looks cold sitting in her throne. And so he made her a little pillow and blanket, like a lap blanket to keep her warm. Well, hey, it gets chilly when you're towering above everybody else, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So, funnel cakes. I know that's where you started. Tell me about some of the things that you've had here at the State Fair you either liked or didn't like. Some favorites of yours or some things that you thought that was never going to work and I'm glad it's gone. Yeah, I can't remember anything that I didn't like. Okay, good answer. Because everything yeah. that we sold, everybody buys it. Yeah. So I can't, if Chrissy might remember, but I don't remember. I don't know that, I, I don't think so. If it's yeah. made it on our menu, it's been a, you know, it's pretty good. I believe it, quite yeah. the fielding yeah. process yeah. you've yeah. got. Yeah. We are the most no- nominated finalists for the Big Tech's Choice Awards. We've are been, you really? Uh, yes, 11 right. out of 13 years. One year we were not eligible because we did something for the Girl Scouts of America. Hmm. So we did something special for them that year. And then one year we actually didn't make the contest. Oh, wow. They didn't know what they were doing that year. And uh, (laughs) 
So uh, we have a lot, you know, we have 11 different things that we've added to the menus, that, mm-hmm. but we have to take things off because we only have so much fryer space back there or power. And uh, still to this day, people are upset that we took off the white chocolate bread pudding or the King Ranch casserole or the fried chicken pot pie pocket. All right. So, you know, I think everything, if it's on the menu, it's good. We You've like got it. a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Fernie, I wanted to ask about some of your other favorites at the State Fair. Do you have any other concessionaires you have a particular penchant for, any that you like, or are you just exclusively a Fernie's Funnel Cakes woman? Well, yeah, there are several I like. Yeah. She likes corny dogs. All right. Yeah, Mother likes really? corny dogs. Really? Fletcher's? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah. yeah. She, she likes her corny dogs. They're not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you take your corny dogs with? Ketchup, mustard, both? Mustard. 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 That is the correct answer for any way to go. You've won. Yes. <laughs> I don't have any prizes, but I'm happy for you. I've said this many, many, many times. Mother could be on her deathbed, and it becomes September. Boy, she is up and at them. <laughs> she has to come to the It'll fair. Happen. Yes, and she's she's going to be. What? Why do you come out here every day? I want to see that you're running. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that wasn't the answer I was expecting. You got to keep those kids in line. Yeah. I, I enjoy the people, really. That's what I was thinking more of. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, she has so much fun visiting with all the customers, and it means a lot to her. And I'm thrilled to death that at. 91 years old, mother's still able to have all this interaction with so many people. I know. You've got a lot going on. So one of the things I want to ask you, and this is kind of spur of the moment, and, uh-huh. and I turned off the Facebook Live for this, so it'll be okay. Okay. Since I've got both of you sitting here, yes. I was going to ask you a little trivia Okay. about your own menu Okay. see how much you remember. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pick just a couple of, and I don't know, you can tell me the best way to go on this. I'll pick either a year or a, a dish that was a finalist. Okay. And you tell me either what year it was or what the what the dish was. Which way would you rather go? Would you rather I say the year and you tell me the food, or I say the food and you tell me the year? You, I say the food. I'll tell you the year. Okay. So I'll say the food. You tell me the year. Yes. Perfect. Okay. All right. You ready? Sure. And this is for both of you. It's a team exercise. Okay. Yeah. So first things, uh, sweet potato fries. First year, two thousand and five. All right. That's a good start. <laughs> one for I don't one. Uh, You're asking the right girl. Oh, perfect. Uh, Fernie's Deep Fried Peaches and Cream. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. 2009, we Ooh. won Big Tech's Choice Awards. <sighs> She's two for two. All right. <laughs> Fernie's Fried Club Salad. Uh, that was 2010. What? You're right. You know why I know that? Why? Because when Oprah was here eating the fried peaches and yeah. cream, when she left, the last thing she said was, I've had enough fried foods. I think I'm going to make salad. I'm going to eat salad for the rest of the week. And I thought, if she's eating salad, I'm frying it. So it was the year after Oprah, 2009. I have to say, she was so nice and so sweet. Couldn't have been more lovely. It was kind of a chilly day like today, a little bit rainy. And she was sitting next to Mother. And she's like, you look cold. Are you cold? And she wrapped her arm around her. And she was rubbing her to keep her warm and everything. And we had Nate and Allie and Gail. And we just had a blast. They were so much fun. And on the bottom of one of these benches over here, we have in marker, Oprah sat here and the date. And then on the other end, we have Gail sat here. (laughs) Fernie, how much did you love it that Oprah came here to to visit you? I felt honored that she came to visit us. And they loved my food. She looked at me and said, I love your red beans and cornbread. Oh, that's a big compliment. <laughs> Gail's favorite was the fr- uh, grilled cheese sandwich. Because so, she is a sandwich girl. Oh, the grilled and cheese is so good. Mother had on 
this beautiful, well, you can see in the picture behind you, you this can. beautiful purple uh, denim jacket with the head rhinestones in it and Oprah's got, you have on purple. That's my favorite color. Oh. <laughs> I knew. I was going to say, did you research <laughs> one of that? I knew. What goes into a fried salad? Walk me through that a little bit. It was delicious. I believe it. But the reason we didn't win that year is we had three male judges. Okay. And so fried beer and fried frito pie won. Really? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you can't argue with that. Uh, Fernie's, okay, I don't know, know what this is. Fernie's Fried Chocorito? Chocorito. Chocorito. Mm-hmm. That was a chocolate burrito. Yeah. And I think maybe 2006. She's got it again. <laughs> you're four for four here. All right, Fernie's Twisted Texas Taco. Oh, hang Ooh. on. No, just a second. It was 2014. Oh my gosh, you got it right. <laughs> All right, well, you're five for five in the trivia. I don't think I need to ask anymore. Um, I'm glad you didn't ask me. No, I'm sure you would have been all right. What's the secret to a perfect funnel cake? I mean, what are other people doing wrong? What have you been doing right that seems to work for, that seemed to have worked for so long? Well, other people just trying it out and don't really know what it to do. Mm-hmm. And we did this very simple. We did it the simple way, and we, we kept year to year repeat customers come for it. Yeah, it works every time. You have to know the funnel cake batter. I mean, it sounds so crazy that you have to know the batter, but you have to know the batter that you're working with. It can either be too thin or too thick. And if it is too thin or too thick, you have to adjust maybe the size of the funnel, or you have to adjust the speed, or the height. It really is a science to making that perfect funnel cake. A lot of people just think they're just throwing it around in the hot oil and it's going to come out perfect it doesn't Mm, i believe it and plus we don't ever fry them in advance they're all coming out of the fryer to order so you're not going to get a soft cold greasy funnel cake right it's going to be ready to go made when you want it exactly i I live in the reserve uh, independent living yeah on cart road and every night i take funnel cakes home do you really? I have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> she does. You're the talk of the town, yeah. We have to take funnel cakes some every night. That's fantastic. Hey, somebody's got to get rid of them, all right? It's fine. They're going to a good place. Well, shoot. Uh, Fernie, Wanda, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Not a problem. I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> thank you, Mother, for leaving your throne and coming over here to visit with us for a moment. <laughs> we'll be right back with more fairs, festivals, and carnivals. Right after Welcome back to the Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals podcast. I'm Zach Lewis, sitting here with Christy Arpaio. Hello, Zach. How are you doing? Christy, thanks so much for having us back. I wanted to sit down with a certain somebody. Uh, Christy, you actually set this up. Go ahead and introduce our guest. Who are we talking to? We are talking to the one and only Big Cheese here, as far as the food concessionaires are concerned. She's laughing. She is laughing. <laughs> Melanie Lanier. Melanie Lanier. Welcome to the show, Melanie. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So, Melanie, how's it going? How's things? 12 days into the State Fair, halfway there. How are you feeling? It's all downhill. <laughs> Yay! Happy dance. Uh, you know, Matt asked a great question in another show we were working on. Uh, what is your favorite day of the State Fair? Is it the first day or is it the last day? The last day. <laughs> <laughs> There's two kinds of employees here. Well, Melanie, you are the Director of Food and Beverage, correct? Yes, I am. That is quite the title. 
Not so much food and beverage as concessions. Okay. My title, I basically work with food and beverage, but Mm -hmm. I also oversee um, rides, games, novelty, landscaping. So it's more director of concessions. All right. Well, how'd you get in the director of concessions game? Where'd you come from? I came from a banking background. Really? So when I got recruited to work at the State Fair of Texas, it was in the concessions department. So the person I actually work with, he oversaw rides, foods, games, and novelties. All right. And then um, once he left, landscaping and some other things basically got thrown in there. So I basically do the contracting for all those different areas. All right, Melanie, did you ever see yourself working at the State Fair? No. All right. Kind of a surprise. (laughs) Are you a native Texan? No. Okay. Where are you from originally? I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay, Louisiana. It's not so far. More like Houghton. I I actually went to the same high school that Dak Prescott went to. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Dak, to to the Dakmeister. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, how'd you end up at the State Fair of Texas? I mean, when did you come over here? I was recruited. I was actually, I started at the State Fair in 1989. I was actually in banking, the one and only Republic Bank, which changed names about four times. What are, what are they Republic it, Bank? Republic Bank, went Republic Bank, First Republic, then NCNB, and then Nations Bank. Nations Bank. So when I left, it was Nations, and then it went over to Bank of America. Mm-hmm. But I actually came from a banking background, All right, a, a business ba- banking background. I can respect that. So you got recruited here. Had you come to the State Fair before? or I mean, was it your first time on the Only grounds? during high school. Like, you know, the State Fair actually gives out tickets to high schools, You know, well, schools within the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex area. And so the only time I've ever attended the fair was high school night. So high school night. Little did I know I would, you know, be working at the fair. I actually still have my ticket from 1982. Tell me you framed that. It's not just in a desk somewhere. Is it? It's framed and it's in my office. I can respect that, Melanie. Clearly you're passionate about what you do. It's framed and in my office. All right. So I wanted to ask, food and beverage, how do you make the leap from accounting and banking to food and beverage? F&B, yeah. Well, when I actually interviewed for the job, I thought I was coming to work for Fair Park, like City of Dallas, you know, not really knowing that once I took this job, it actually encompassed, you know, the State Fair of Texas. So after my first fair, needless to say, it was a rough one. Yeah. So um, after that, I just more or less settled into it, you know, See, just started growing into the position. So You're tapping into one of the things that I love so much about the State Fair. I feel like everybody who comes here or works here has a story. And it, and it kind of weaves together this mm-hmm. tapestry of eccentricity that makes the fair so interesting, especially to listen to, I think, on a podcast. Uh, so, Melanie... Why don't you tell us how many applications you get every year for people who would like to become concessionaires at the State Fair of Texas? Yeah. We actually, now you can go online and download the application, but when we used to mail out that application, Mm -hmm. we used to send out over 300 applications. Oh, wow. Back before we started doing the Big Tech's Choice Awards, Mm -hmm. we would probably only get about 50 or 60. But since we've been doing the Big Tech's Choice Awards, you know, there's been more focus and more emphasis on food and beverage. Mm -hmm. We get a minimum 150, 160 back a year now. That's extreme. Okay, out of that 160, how many people got a concession stand this year, a new concessionaire? One. One, exactly. Quite the bar here at the State yes. Fair. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. It, you know, Melanie just wrote an article. What was that for? The, it was the IAFE? IAFE uh, Fairs and Expos. Fairs and Expos. International Expo. Association of Fairs and Expos. Oh, wow. And they have a um, 
a monthly magazine, so I wrote an article for the May-June issue, and it was entitled, So You Want to Be a Food Vendor at the State Fair of Texas. It's a good one. Yes, it, it was pretty interesting. I think this is a layup question. Is the State Fair of Texas the biggest fair in America? We think so. I think we are, too. <laughs> no, we're saying yes, it is. Right. Yes, so? it is. So, we are. Uh, Not I mean, only yeah. it's, it's the best, uh, too. Minnesota may argue about that and say they're the biggest and the best, but we uh, say we're the biggest and the best. Minnesota, yes. You know, everything's yeah. bigger in Texas, so that's quite so the we mantle. Have a cowboy for our mascot. They we have do. a beaver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we got it all a cowboy out. beats a beaver all the time. We're big Minnesota fans <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, we love them. Uh, it's quite the mantle to take up every year. Director of concessions for the biggest fair in America. I mean, how do you how do you stay on top of it? How do you sleep at night? <laughs> Very well. She's exhausted. <laughs> Let me just 16 hours a day. Yeah, Let no. me just tell you, though, once the fair ends, we go straight into next year's mode so by december we're actually in application phase we're sending out applications we're ready to start looking for that next great product you know just in case we have an opening that comes up so how many concessionaires do we actually have out here there are 78 concessionaires 78 78 and how many concessions over 200 which is crazy over Mm -hmm. 200 locations Mm -hmm. because some vendors have multiple locations sure so let's start to get into the into the concessions, into the stuff. I find, and this is kind of a pointed question, I, I find typically vendors seem to lean towards sweet or savory. You're going to get fried sweets or kind of savory things, meats, cheeses. Um, is there any kind of balance to that, or is it just whatever you whatever you bring? It seems like yeah, that'll be a good fit here. Go for it. I mean, is there any kind of way to like regulate those menus or across the? There is a way to regulate it because when we look at a space that's open, yeah, we look at what's around it. We sure. also look at the demographics of okay, what area is the space open in? Mm-hmm. So if it's on Grand, you know, you got to look at the product. If it's on the Midway, you have to look at the product. Um, you just get different people that visit different areas of the fair. See, somebody on the Midway may not ever make it to Grand Avenue because the Midway is more, it's more live, it's more vibrant. When you get up to Grand Avenue, it's more, it's, it's, it's a lot more calm, more sedate. You get the people that go to like the car show. You get the people that, you know, go into the different buildings and shop. They may feed into Nimitz, you know, Nimitz is a little bit more closed in, it's more intimate. And then Nimitz feeds into the Midway. But you have some people that once they swing through Nimitz, they may turn and co- cut up by Big Techs and never make it to the Midway. So you book those foods based on, you know, the, the attitude of the people in that particular area and what they like to eat. So One of the things I've heard before from concessionists is that whenever a new space goes up, whenever there's new space available, it's like a feeding frenzy. It Everybody is. wants it. Everybody wants How it. How do you stay on top of that? Everybody wants it, but you know, like I say, it's always based on what we're looking for at the time. When we have a space, we look for new, we look for unique, but we try to find things that we don't have here. So, um, but then you have to understand that based on where we are, this region, you know, in Dallas, in, in Texas, things that sell in Texas, you know, they may not sell in Minnesota. Things that sell in Minnesota may not sell in Texas, you know. So you basically have to look at the region, too, based on what they eat. See, Texas is a turkey leg, funnel cake, corn on the cob, you know, type Oh, the fare. classics, the staples. Yeah, but if you go to Minnesota, you'll probably find only one or two turkey leg stands in Minnesota. Here, you know, yeah. while there are 10 or 12, because it's a popular item. See, Minnesota doesn't know what they're doing. Cheese curds. Yeah. Cheese curds up there. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Hey, cheese, hey, cheese curds are okay. Yeah, but they, want, they don't sell here. They right. But they do don't that. Sell uh-huh. So, you know. 
So how, how involved are you in the Big Tech's Choice Awards? That's a big thing every year. Uh, watch her shake her head. Uh, <laughs> this is where she freezes up. Oh, no, did yeah. I go too far? Uh, yes, you did. No. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me give the props to my assistant. Yeah. Because she's actually uh, Shalisa, Fra- uh, Shalisa Frazier-Dean now. Shalisa Frazier-Dean. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Shalisa basically gets the applications in and starts to enter all that stuff, you know, in the computer. And then she sets everything up. So... Once we start the process, she's basically the person that oversees the, you know, the setting up and getting everything ready. Even when they're doing the samplings and stuff, I stay out of it. I stay neutral. You know, Probably she has to be, she has to be yeah. Switzerland because uh-huh. she's worked with us all for so long. Yeah. And, and you I know, know them, yeah. you know, so I stay neutral. You know, I don't even, I, I will, like, once she puts everything together, go through the paperwork, you know, look everything over. But for the most part, I stay neutral. I don't do the tastings. Yeah. I don't do the testings, you know. That's a smart move, yeah, I think, so, yeah, in, in, a, in a position like yours. Yeah, so what I, is, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I try to stay out of it. The yeah. only time I get to taste the items is when we make it to the finals. One of That's things, when I taste. One of the things I've noticed at the State Fair is, is this feeling of kind of family between vendors, that everybody out here is just here to get along in 364 days out of the year. It's cool. Now, the one day it's not... Is the Big Tech Choice Awards. Is Award. the Big Tech Choice right. Awards. But yeah. can, you, can you tell me anything about that? How, this feeling of kind of togetherness and family out here. Everybody's kind of cool with each other. I mean, how does that come about? Christy, I'm going to correct you on that. Now, once they get to the finals, they do come together. You know, they support each other. For vendors that have never been in the contest, that's true. they do, you know, go through and embrace them and say, okay, look at, the, you know, you can do this, you can do that. Here are some pointers, do, you know. They do, you know, wrap their arms around a new vendor coming in. But yes, it is fiercely competitive. Yeah. You know, when they're when they're getting ready for that big text choice award. It really is. It's it's, it's fiercely competitive. I never so knew I was competitive until <laughs> oh the big text choice award. I said until the big text choice award, Melanie. It's so two thousand and five it all came to light. <laughs> it's so it's so classic Texan, isn't it? That like that one day we want it so bad. It is a gunfight. It's it bragging rights. <laughs> well sure. Rights. Yeah, I can get Who by. Who doesn't want bragging rights? Well, it's not only bragging rights, it also does can make a big difference in your bottom line too yes. oh sure yeah if you're a winner yeah. or, or just, just to be a finalist is great but to be a winner is even better even better mm-hmm. yeah. so I, I assume as a me- you know as a member of the public I don't really get the inside scoop on this stuff um, we see every year the finalists and the semifinalists mm-hmm. we get to see that we see articles about it do you ever get entries that are just so far out there you got to say no I mean, what's what's the fielding process like yes. that? That's got to happen every year. Somebody's got, some vendors got to turn something. They're like, no, it's too it's too wacky. It's too out there. We'll probably get minimum 54, 55 entries. Oh wow! You know, so the vendors are allowed to do two two entries you per know, vendor. Per vendor. Okay, I thought it was just one. That's generous. No, it's two. It used to be as many as they wanted. Yours she's truly she's here. She's pointing to me. I mean, one year I did we had nine. We, thanks to <laughs> yours truly, we nine. had to change oh that gosh. entry, okay? Yeah. We had to change that entry number. Thanks to yours truly here. That's I'm fantastic. telling you, she, she is always in Big Tech's Choice Create mode. Yeah. So, you know. She, I believe it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so then we lowered it to four. Okay. And now we're at two. All right. Because it can get overwhelming. Sure. You, know, you got a lot of vendors out here, yeah. It can get overwhelming. And you'd be surprised that with some of the entries that you get, you may, some of the vendors are like on the same page when they're thinking, you know, with a product. So. All right. Well, I want to bring this back to today. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, What is your favorite food at the State Fair this year? I know you got to be bipartisan, but what's your favorite food and why is it the Texas Fried Sheet Cake? 
<laughs> I love it. I'm gonna be, I, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I like that. that. Thank the, you. The, the Texas fried she cake is good. That's I've, so I've good. you know, people have been saying, okay, what should I try sweet? I'm like, try the Texas fried she cake. Another one that I really liked was the deep fried chicken noodle soup. Have you had that oh, one? Oh, I haven't. No. You, you need to try that one. It, it is really good. good That's stuff. the savory that I like. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. I can get behind that. I'm weird about the fried liquids. I don't know. It freaks well, me out. Well, it's really not a fried liquid. It's more like the chicken it's noodle soup, soup with, mm-hmm. with the broth that is right. poured into little, little nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hole in the top okay. of it, and you pour the broth into it. But it actually has the noodles and the yeah. carrots, everything that's in chicken noodle soup. That would have been perfect for a brisk morning like today and speaking of brisk morning i wanted to ask the weather in texas is always all over the place all right it can go up it can go down this morning it was cold today it feels great so yesterday was a scorcher so I oh, heard we were melting in here was, yesterday it, humidity and shivering was today awful yesterday so for people who haven't been to the state fair maybe struggle to make their way around the fairgrounds what's your favorite place to get out indoors and beat the heat you got one it's somewhere you can get away for a little while or walk around inside maybe that sweet ac well, mine is actually not indoors, right. um, but they do have shade trees. It's either the Magnolia Beer Garden or the Wine Garden, because right. they have trees, and you it's, it's, it's the greatest place to chill. Yeah. It really is. I can get The Beer Garden that. or the Wine Garden. The all Wine right. Garden has all those beautiful umbrellas right. out there. Mm-hmm, oh, it's mm-hmm. so pretty. And right. on the yeah. weekends, yeah. they have live music, so. Uh, huh, Melanie, so do we at the Skyway Porch, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, hey. Back at you, Melanie. <laughs> she is getting her plugs. Oh, she's got it all figured out. Well, hey, it's my podcast. Yeah, speaking of plugs, Melanie, we should let you go. But what do you got going on in your life? Where can people find out more about you? Well, t- why when I'm you not working. About, why don't you tell them about you, uh, your new induction? Oh, Induction. Okay. Well, I just got installed as the vice president, president-elect for 2018-2019 of EWI, Executive Women's International. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. And so okay. what it is, um, member firms, State Fair is a member firm, and I represent State Fair. Yeah. But EWI is a group of women, and what we basically do is... Um, raise funds for scholarships, you know, for, um, we have two different scholarships, EWIS, which is for college students, and then we have ASSIST, which is for women that are in transition going back to school. So the last two years I've chaired the fundraising committee, so Christy, yours truly here, has been a, you know, a, a great supporter, you know, we do a, we do a big fundraiser in April, yeah. um, live auction, live and silent auction, and then we have those member firms that donate, you know, um, scholarship funds to help us raise money so this past well this year we did right at about seventy eight thousand dollars you know in fundraising to do scholarships you know to help students get to college that's so so awesome chris i didn't know you were involved in that shoot (laughs) well i just help out a jack of all trades i am no she's a jill of all trades you're looking at two renaissance (laughs) women right here yeah a couple of (laughs) regular philanthropists yeah all right well shoot Uh, where can people go to find out more about the state fair you can go to our website, bigtext.com. You can also on Instagram or um, Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can bigtext.com website. State Fair of Texas is our um, Twitter account, and um, at Big Text is Instagram. So. All right. Well, yeah. shoot, Melanie. Thanks so much for joining us on the show. Okay. Thank you. Melanie, Thank you, Melanie. Melanie Lanier, everybody. Thanks a lot.
Welcome back to Fairs, Festivals, and Carnivals. I'm Zach Lewis. I'm Christy Arpello. Matt Stoker. And we are just about done with the show, I think. We're just recording the conclusion here, and I wanted to ask, um, gosh, Christy, what do you think? We had uh, your mom on, Wanda Fern Winters. We yes. also had Melanie Lanier, the Director of Food and Beverages. She said the Director of Concessions yes. at the State Fair of Texas. She, she, Quite the uh, show. She gave you a lot of information, didn't she? She really did. I mean, yeah. that's the behind-the-scenes look at what we do out here as concessionaires. Yeah, and I feel like there was so much I wanted to ask her, but at the same time, I don't want to cross any of those like imaginary lines that I know are there, because there's only so much she can say about the State Fair. You know, oh, trust can't. me. Melanie would say what she could say, and she would keep back what she... she you're, yeah. She's a straight shooter, as you well saw. I it's, really enjoyed the way she kind of like clammed up when asked about the big text choice awards because that's that's a sacred thing well you know what it's 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 kind of a pain in their tail actually because it that we it is such a valued commodity out here to be a finalist to be a winner and we all do get very competitive and so she does have to withdraw herself a little bit and it's it's it gives them a lot of headaches. It's a bit of a, du- uh, a, a double-edged sword because oh, yes. I understand what, how great it can be for the fair, sure. but now you're like, well, now, now we're pitting all these people against each other, and it's it's, it's craziness. Oh, it is. It's very insane, and it's done a lot for the fair. Actually, I don't think it did a lot for the State Fair of Texas, but it did a lot for concessions across the United States because when we created the two in 2005, the Big Tech's Choice Awards, it pretty much changed the landscape of concessions in the United States. We were like numero uno, and everybody else started wanting to compete with us. And that's, if you go back and just look, up until then, it pretty much was corny dogs or funnel cakes. One thing that really struck me talking to Melanie, and she was very humble about this Mm -hmm. uh, when when we spoke to her uh, after the interview, but... I mean, it's the State Fair of Texas. She is, when you you sit here and you start thinking about it, and like, she's a pretty big deal when it comes to uh, dealing with concessions and dealing with, you know, the way fairs are run and all this stuff. Like, she is the big dog w- around here and, and around the, the, the fair world. There is nothing that Melanie does not know. She has been out here for so long, and she knows it all. And that is a thankless job. I wouldn't want Melanie's job and I, or her boss, C.D. Rossinger, I wouldn't want his job. I tell him all the time, I would hate having to deal with all of us whiny concessionaires. <laughs> because it's, you know, why did they get a new spot? Well, why is that spot over there? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it, not only that, you're setting, you are setting an example for the rest of the world when it comes to how to run a fair. And they do, and they do a great job. I have to tell you, over the course of the years, we've been here 49 years, I've seen a change in how we do uh, business, how we operate, and I'm so proud to be part of the State for a Texas team. The, from the concessions to the marketing to the public uh, relations department, we just have a top-notch op- op- operation out here. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I like this dichotomy of the thankless job versus the thankful job because typically, yeah, when, when dealing with customers, a lot of positions are thankless. But you seem to be thankful for those as a concessionaire and somebody who's been out here for so long. So what are some other positions around here that you really appreciate that maybe don't get as much love as they should? The police department. <laughs> The police department. Okay. Yeah, that's a Let good Let me tell you, they these guys are out here 24-7, walking around, out there in the heat, mm-hmm. or the cold, or the rain. Especially in today's world, I feel so safe out here. Yeah. I really, really do. 
uh, they've got their eye on everything. There are things going on out there behind the scenes that we don't even know what's going on Hmm. that they're doing to protect us all out here. Yeah. So the police department, number one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's why we feed them for free. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really? I do. Hey, that's That's great. That's that's philanthropy. Why not? Mother's uncle was the assistant chief of police. He was the night chief of police. And for a little bit, he was the acting chief of police of Dallas. He was one of the officers that escorted President Kennedy's body back to the airport. Oh, wow. So we have been a big police family for a long time. We we back the blue. And so we do what we can to take care of our police out here. Yeah. And so we feed them for free. And there's a little method to my madness. It's always good to have police sitting in your restaurant. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I, I, I was gonna I was gonna say I'm sure it's different if you're here day in and day out, but <laughs> the times when I visit the fair, I they I don't ever feel like you said I don't ever feel unsafe. It, it, nothing ever nothing crazy ever happens. You know, it's just you're you're at the fair and there are thousands and thousands of people around you, but everything seems to run pretty smoothly around here. And I'm sure a, a big part of that is because of the police around here. Oh, oh, definitely. We have had some incidences before. One year, many years ago, I'm probably talking back the 70s when they had a circus out here, an elephant got loose on the midway. No way. Yes. Wow. That actually happened? That actually happened. Okay. An elephant was going down the midway. And then a couple of years ago, we had some of the uh, bulls loose from the cattle barn. And we had, I have pictures of that one, of the guys out back trying to get these bulls into some trailers. It was hysterical. Sort of an impromptu running with the bulls. <laughs> it wasn't a very impromptu <laughs> running with the bulls. They had streets blocked off and cow wranglers. and It was hysterical. That's awesome. Yeah, people at the State Fair checking their planners. Like, hold on, I didn't see this in here. <laughs> well, well, I mean, uh, uh, speaking of days that might uh, lead do a little uh, conflict. Texas OU weekend is coming up as we're yes. as we're recording it. Um, I, I never I never thought about what a big milestone that is as far as you know the run of the fair. Mm-hmm. It, things are different, you know, before Texas OU weekend and after Texas OU weekend. We are already ramping up for it right now. How do you prepare for such a huge crowd like that? Well, I've been ordering food for it all week, oh, so wow. I'm stocking up right now. So I don't have you know a. 400 case order on Friday or Saturday. It's got to be done by Friday. You don't, by Saturday, we're going to be in here icing down beer. I have a video of them delivering beer last year, and it was just like a human chain throwing cases up the back garage driveway. And um, we're, it's, 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 it's insane. Several years ago, it was the last day of the fair. Oh, really? I mean, the last Saturday of the fair. Oh. And that's bad. Yeah. Because if it's, like this weekend, if we have ordered too much food, we have the rest of the fair to sell it. That was really a hard one to pre- predict how much to buy because hmm. you had one day left. Yeah. So. Those college game day fans get thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Matt had a question. Before we go, Matt had a question uh, that we were talking about right before we started the segment that I wanted to dig into. Uh, your mother's name is Wanda Fern Winters. Yes. Where'd the IE come from for Fernie? When we brought funnel cakes to the state fair we were trying to think of a proprietary name like fletcher's corny dog because we wanted the funnel cake to be right up there with the corny dog and daddy's name was john so john's funnel cakes didn't quite work i'm sure he would have liked it too (laughs) yes john's funnel cake but we thought 
since mother was Fern, that we would do the Fernie and Fernie's funnel cake. Did she go by Fernie before that? Never. Never? Never. She's Has always she embraced been, it, though? She embraced it, and, yeah. and now she totally embraces it. Everybody knows her as Fernie. It's so cute. When we leave in the evening, my husband brings her here every morning, and I take her home at night, and we go with our funnel cakes to the retirement center where she lives, and we'll be just walking out the front, and people are walking past her that don't even know. Like, hey, Fernie, how are you doing, Fernie? Hey, Fernie, thank you for all you do at the State Fair, Fernie. And uh, I'm just so happy that she's alive and willing, you know, able to see what Daddy and Mom started working here as a part-time job for a Las Vegas trip. Just wanted to raise a little extra money. And now, 49 years later, she's a legend at the State Fair. She's yeah. a legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're a legend at the State Fair, you're a legend everywhere. I I think she, yeah, well, she thinks she is, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so i got to ask, Christy, how many many years have you been working at the State Fair? Uh, I started when I was 17. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not, that's All as right, far that's as I'm fair, yeah. <laughs> We'll get to the bottom of this, but we won't say it on the air. It's fine. Well, I think you, uh, I don't know, you might be like as soon as you think. Yeah, you might have a little something going on out here. I'm waiting for that next generation. to. Right. Uh, well, we do have my younger sister, son, Jonathan, mm-hmm. who she went into labor with him making funnel cakes here. Right. Yes. So Jonathan's 30, and he is the stand manager, and then he's also the... Um, Skyway porch manager. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Do you have um, anything branded Christie's yet? No. Are you going You know to? what? It's so fun. No. Okay. I don't think so. It's always going to be Fernie. Somebody was saying, <laughs> telling Mother that they love all of her recipes. And I said, she doesn't even know what's in any of this. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm going to have to remember to come back out here for the christening of the Christie throne whenever that's revealed. That'll I can't not time. wait for that to happen. <laughs> you know, it's uh, my grandmother, Mother's mother, was in the restaurant business and mama would sit at one of those little chairs over there the little school chairs and point and tell us what to do because you know she was in the restaurant business her whole life and so now mother has taken up that where she sits in the chair and tells us what to do and one of these days i'm going to be in that chair telling everybody what to do good day i don't know who i'm going to be telling (laughs) (laughs) it'll be a surreal moment regardless well before we let you go christy tell us where can people find your food at the state fair where can they get a funnel cake a funnel cake we have two different locations that you can get funnel cakes at the funnel cake stand or bernie's funnel factory over by the old mill inn and at the dock restaurant in the embarcadero building we have three other locations. We have the Skyway Porch right behind Big Tex and the Lone Star Lounge and those are primarily cocktail locations and then we have a Mexican restaurant at La Cantina in the Embarcadero building. Well, thanks so much for joining me. I have been Zach Lewis with Christy Arpello. 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 Yeah, I do that every time. Arpello. 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 I'm falling apart here and Matt Stoker. <laughs> this has been week two of Ferris Festivals and Carnivals. Thanks a lot.